Welcome to Rebel Health Radio, bringing the best in alternative and integrative medicine to your ears. Hi everybody, it's Patricia Warby, Alchemy Therapies here, and just a quick one this morning, just uh, it's a grey, rainy day, and it, it, it made me think a little bit about how kind of we feel in the world is largely dictated by the messages we received. I've just been working with a client and um, shame kept coming up. And shame is such a common emotion and so few of us realize we have it and the function it provides, but how it can get overused. So I wanted to talk about transforming shame. So this is a positive video, not, not a depressing one. So shame is basically a feeling of I'm not enough or I'm wrong or I'm broken or I don't deserve. It's, it's a, a sense feeling and it's felt in the body. It's not a mental construct, although you might think that. It's actually messages from your body that you received when you were very little. And it's a normal part of development, but it can become very over, overwhelming when you don't get the degree of connection that you need from the person who's meant to care for you. So usually mom or dad um, or, you know, at school, people that are meant to take care of you and notice you and, and kind of nurture you and look after you may not be able to do that for various reasons. They may be overwhelmed themselves. Um, they may, you know, just not be very connected with your feelings. Um, there's so many reasons why you get the wrong messages and this felt sense of being okay in your body, of being enough, of being good enough, of being worthy of love and, and good things may go terribly awry and it, it normally arises early in life um, as a normal part of child development around about the time when you are um, developing a sense of individual self so sort of after the ages of two really two till about seven and you're exploring the world and you want to find out what everything is and you may be doing activities that to you seem exciting and perfectly okay, but to those around you might be unacceptable in some way. Say you wanna run into the road to explore the road, or you want to stick your fingers in a socket because you wonder what the hole is. And um, good caregiving should take you away from that situation because it's dangerous. And immediately your body will react to that because this thing that seemed really exciting has suddenly been taken away and you'll probably burst into tears or you may freeze depending on your neurological responses but if that is then soothed then shame becomes not embodied in quite the same way it can be um, resolved now if that happens on a regular basis where you are told you know don't do that we don't approve or we don't like that about you or that's not good you actually begin to develop the belief that you are not good, that something about you is broken or wrong. And so that's where shame can become very, very deeply embedded because it's part of your survival brain's responses to keep you connected, to keep you attached to the people that love and care for you, hopefully. Now, we all know that um, not everyone's perfect. Parents are not perfect. They come through life with their own shame stories and the things that happen to them. Um, and so shame can become transmitted down the generations. And if, if your parents had a lot of shame, um, often we witness that in others and we, we kind of download it for ourselves as well as a sort of message of, oh, I have to take their shame on. That certainly happened to me. Um, 
And, and shame isn't um, an emotion that necessarily announces itself. So it's not something that you know that you have actually until you come to putting yourself forward for things until that's you want to enter a relationship or you want to start a new business or or you've got some project that you want to undertake that that would require you to feel okay in yourself to have that sense of I guess self-esteem and self-confidence and suddenly you'll find lots of reasons not to put yourself forward um, it's not worth it. Oh, I'll be hopeless. Oh, that won't work. Um, oh, everyone else does that better than me. I'll leave that to someone else to do. And so you find that you're actually uh, undermining your own um, wishes and desires to live a wholehearted life. And this, of course, is what uh, the researcher Brene Brown uh, found, or Brene, I should say, she's American. Brene Brown found was that actually shame is what got in the way of living wholeheartedly. And that vulnerability, which, by the way, is not weakness, it's actually being open hearted, open to failing, open to making mistakes, but open to joy as well, is a really big part of that. So feeling okay in yourself is the what I like to think of the foundation to putting yourself out there and exploring the world in an open and aligned way, something that's in resonance with you, that's authentic to you. But boy, oh boy, will shame will uh that'll undermine you hugely and and also we tend to find that the results aren't good when we're battling shame so that will reinforce shame of course so the business project that we tried failed um uh, the money that we thought we'd earned for something suddenly disappears or doesn't materialize the relationship that we thought ah this is the one this is the one that's going to transform my life goes the same way all the other ones have gone and so actually that reinforces the feeling of I'm not enough, uh, well, the world doesn't love me or care for me, there's nothing about me that is supported and loved. And, and they're very um, subtle emotions, they're not like anger or fear, which you know immediately what that feels like. Shame is a kind of subtle wash, really. Um, and, and in order to remove it, you can't attack shame, you can't uh, tell yourself off for feeling like that, I, I'm stupid, I'm it's ridiculous that I feel this way because that, of course, just embeds it further. And so understanding that you have to soothe and comfort and acknowledge your feelings as understandable, as a learnt experience. You weren't born with shame. It's in fact your birthright to live free of shame, to uh, belong in this world, to have a connection to everyone and everything, to express yourself authentically. And to live your best life, I know everyone says that, it's a bit of a cliche, but it's, it's no, no doubt true that we all want to be heard, we all want to be felt in the eyes and arms of those that love us, you know, we, we long to connect, all of us, it's what our nervous systems are designed to do, and our current life actually denies that, you know, we're, we're all separate, um, we can't connect with each other right now, particularly it's all social media, which is such a a distorted version of connection because actually you can say anything on social media um, you can attack people without any consequences whatsoever to you and so people do frequently shame each other it's a it um it's insidious actually how much shame there is on social media and we're living divorced lives from each other you know where we can't intermingle we can't connect we can't have shared purpose at least that's what we're told. I think that's going to change very, very soon. And we're going to find a new meaning and a new purpose in life. And, and it's not going to be 
to uh, uphold the current system, which is really not healthy. You know, it's really not healthy. Um, and one of the ways that I deal with shame, actually, apart from, you know, obviously teaching people about what it is and why, it, why it's there and why it's so common, is I help to reconsolidate. That's the term, the memory. So actually rewire is another way of thinking of it. Rewiring a memory or memories that contributed to that shame story. So, you know, I've already given you one example of when maybe you were very young. You probably won't remember that, but your body will. But say you're at school and this is a memory that you might remember um, that you've had something said or done to you, like you're humiliated in front of the class. That happened to me once when I was about seven and I've never forgotten it. My body's never forgotten it. Um, or, or something was said to you that kind of belittled you or your friends rejected you in some way or, you know, these little hurts go very, very deeply. And, and those memories live on. They live on as a sort of pattern of response in your body so that when you meet shame in your adult life actually your brain sort of takes out the memo of what to do in this situation based on its past experience and so it will bring out the the shame memo if you like and go ah okay this is what we need to do around shame and it will be as i've said maybe you'll attack someone else or you'll belittle them as a response or you'll become frozen and shut down um, and so you actually disappear inside yourself. And, and that's a very common effect as well. So when we raise these memories, we actually light up the neuronal connections. So the connections in your nerve cells, in your brain and the rest of your body, because it isn't just your nerve system connects to your body. So it goes down the vagus nerve and the spinal nerves um, to your organs and obviously arms and legs. But we're talking mainly about your autonomic system, which is to do with um, your body organs. And those those messages are actually uh, uh, sent to your gut or to your heart. So you've all had that sinking feeling when you're humili humiliated or maybe your gut will start churning when you're embarrassed or nervous. These are messages sent <clears throat> to and from your back brain, your limbic brain to your body. And so when we light up that memory, um, and I'll ask people, you know, remember that time when you were seven, and I'll ask them what, what's going on in your body, often those same feelings will come up again. So you'll feel that churning in your stomach. And by doing that, we're actually lighting up those nerve pathways in order to re rewire them, to reconsolidate that memory. And it's amazing to watch this being done because when you reconsolidate, basically what you do is you move the memory from a part of your brain where it's stored as a survival instinct, a sort of shut down feeling, a sense of um, fear or urgency into a place where it's over, it's dealt with, it's done. And so we actually move the memory to a place where you feel at peace with yourself and what happened to you. And so um, transforming your yourself is really a job for um, you and somebody like me, a therapist, someone that can help you re-evoke those experiences that haven't been metabolized. So it really isn't difficult. It's a simple process, but it needs a safe connection. That's where we, we go wrong, really, when we're trying to do it ourselves. 
So that's shame and transforming shame, and it's absolutely doable and absolutely that is something everybody should know how to do. It's so important for children as well to learn that you don't have to be stuck in, your, in you know, these shame states. So if that sounds interesting to you and you'd like to explore that with me, contact me here at Alchemy Therapies or uh, find me also on myemotionalaudit.com. Take care, everyone. Speak soon. Bye. Hey, hope you enjoyed listening to Rebel Health Radio. Do subscribe and look forward to catching you soon.